This is WP Water Cooler, episode number 435, WordPress Takes Flight, community in a post-Twitter world. Oh! I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me as Jason Not Tucker on Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Still. But you can find me Jason Tucker on most things. Uh, I'm Fairy Media at all the things, including uh, some of the stuff we're going to talk about today, but literally everywhere. And y'all know who it is. It's your boy Jason Cosper, aka Fat Mama Mike. Don't follow me on Twitter, please. <laughs> Speaking of not following Cosper on Twitter, you can also follow us on uh, various social media networks Come as well as Discord. places that you can hang out with us on Discord. Come to our Discord. Come and hang out. Come with and us. hang. I mean, we actually have the solution in that slide. So who even needs this episode? Just right. like done. True. Problem solved. WordPress community, just all come to our Discord and everything come is over. <laughs> Come on over, come on over, baby. We so have what? a guest. We have a guest. Sorry. We I, have a guest. Uh, Jan, welcome. Hi. Hey, Hi. how you doing? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go yeah, ahead like, and tell oh, us crap, I got... about yourself on? He's like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> kind of. I'm, but yeah, no. <laughs> Well, I, mean, right. I was yeah. late to the pre-show today, folks, so Jan just met me, so <laughs> you must understand that he has to get adjusted for a minute, so just give so, yeah. me black. <laughs> so like Cosper is oh. saying, um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, well, I'll start with the WordPress stuff, I guess, so I... Have been building. Is there websites. other stuff that we should? Be yeah, talking? there's other oh, stuff. Hey. I was just telling Jason uh, before. Now the I show. want to talk so about the other stuff. My uh, like the whole web development isn't actually my job, but that's uh, so. Let's keep that. <laughs> <laughs> let's keep that bit. Um, so I've been building websites for I think 20 years, maybe a little more, as a hobby, uh, and a big part of that has been WordPress uh, and PHP in general, and a bunch of other stuff like front end, whatever. Um, so yeah, that's that. And then I think a couple of years back, I started to take a little bit more seriously, uh, build website as a, as a sort of side hustle uh, as well, mostly WordPress again. Um, so it's sort of a job, you know, it's a hobby turned into something more, but it's still a, it's still a side, very much a side thing for me. And then I, so purely as a hobby, I started uh, picking up building plugins and stuff. Are you saying and WordPress is your side piece? Is that what you're telling me? It's <laughs> my side hustle, uh, side hustle. Okay, I think is what the <laughs> cool kids call it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's still a hobby. Got a little bit more seriously, but it, it's not my main, uh, my main thing. Um, uh, what, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So a couple of years back, I got into... Uh, I was quite, I used to be quite active on Twitter, by the way, so uh, quite relevant. Uh, um, and then I didn't really like it anymore. And then uh, Mastodon came up and then I went over there and it wasn't for me. But then a year later, I did make the move. Uh, so I've been there for, I think, four years or maybe a little bit more. And then when I was on there, I learned about IndieWeb, which is uh, like a related concept. And, you know, taking, let's say, claiming ownership of your online identity right so moving away from all the uh the walled gardens the the silos the 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 big social networks social uh, media platforms uh and instead build out your own website and so on use that basically as you your your uh you know your online home 
mm-hmm. what it should be, I guess. Right. Uh, so, right. And uh, um, yeah, that's how it kind of uh, which is in the web. The, which and, is a lot and of then I made some plugins Twitter. related to that. Yeah, that's what I was uh, going yeah. for, getting at. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people essentially made Twitter as like their home base for doing, you know, yeah. uh, stuff you talking about all the, WordPress. Uh, you know, all conferences. Uh, it's like add whatever your handle yep. is. Um, that's who I am. That's how people know you. Um, and th- yeah, the, the indie web uh, movement, let's say, they mm-hmm. would rather have it be your your domain name. Right. Sure. Right? Or somebody else's domain name. Could be is the other thing, you know. Well, uh, yeah, not a. I think walled garden is the is the is is a nice term because like mm-hmm. Twitter, Facebook, they used to have RSS feeds and then they killed them off and then they had the they still have I think an API but then they closed bits of it or made it harder to, to to do certain things through through them. Um, so I I think it's uh, yeah. So it's- we want to. You know, like you can get suspended for not really any reason, and you cannot talk to a human. Like they will just, you know, you try to get your account back, and and all you get is like automatic messages that are not helping at all. Mm-hmm. And this, like, yeah, I've I've seen it ha- happen to just regular people, but also like local politicians and 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 a, someone that works like a journalist or something so like they really rely on twitter for their job uh, essentially yeah. and then they get suspended for no reason and it took i think in the case of the it may not have been a journalist but someone that works for the uh yeah like local radio or something they got their account back i think after a year wow so if you depend on that it's not nice so i'm tell also people in uh academics like mm-hmm. you know researchers and stuff mm-hmm. they love to post uh twitter threads you know where they sort of explain you don't want to go and read all the papers uh because i mean you know on, on on things that are not that you don't know too much about but then they explain it very nicely for regular folks uh-huh. <laughs> uh, on twitter only uh, so you kind of need an account uh to follow all that because if you try to open it without account it'll you scroll down it'll bug you like sign up and you can't read uh, further Right, so if they yeah. instead put all that on their personal websites, right, or on a new uh, open source uh, kind of social network like the Fediverse, uh, then anyone could basically read it. Yeah, and I think um, the thing is, is a lot of people that are that have been using for Twitter for you know a decade now or more, they they've now gotten to the point where they're so used to how Twitter works exactly that you throw them Absolutely. into some place like Mastodon they really don't understand like how this stuff actually works. Like for instance, when you and I and and Cosper were all talking via direct message, I didn't look into direct messages yet. Like I didn't look to see like, is a direct message separate from a normal message? And can anyone read this message or not? And so I I was very hesitant. I mean, I even asked you, I'm like, can you send me your email address? And I was thinking, I haven't looked to see how direct messages even work in this space. Is this? It's is kind this of the same. A, uh, luckily, yeah. Um, so it, 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 of, it depends. Um, yeah, I was just, I was just trying to figure out, like, is this going to be an issue or not? By no, it's, having it's, it's, I think the, the one difference is that if you mention like a third person, they will actually be included in the conversation. So you don't want to go and talk behind someone's back that way. Uh, right. Yeah, and, and one like, difference like, with, uh, you know from Twitter DMs. Right. Otherwise yeah, it's, like, it's the same. And like one warning that you often see uh, pop up is uh, 
watch out, right? Don't post anything uh, too private because your instance admin could read it. Right. That that's what uh, Seth is which, saying here in which, the chat. Which is the case, but of course for Twitter staff, it's the same thing, right? So well, on I, Twitter yesterday, they just you know everyone quit. I don't know if you saw that, <laughs> but like uh, the people who didn't quit, all the the chief compliance officer. Chief Privacy mm -hmm. Officer, they all quit yeah. and said yeah. that engineers. Did you already cover this? Sorry. No, no, no. We have no. Okay, no. engineers no. will be responsible for enforcing compliance. Completely not even talking about the congressional order that they're under for compliance, but like extra compliance, but for basic compliance. And so I was reading yesterday that the um, those folks now not working there are saying, just FYI, all of your. Uh, oh no, it was um, uh, uh, a media outlet. I can't remember who it was, but put out an uh, internal memo that said, just consider your Twitter to be not secure and only don't leave your account so that someone can impersonate you. Stop giving out yeah. your handle on the air. I think it was NPR, actually. Stop giving out your handle on the air um, and just like, like stop <laughs> because, right. they're not, because they are not, no longer confident in the security of those yeah. messages and of that, that platform in general because they were before. So like direct messages mm -hmm. and whatnot, that that so, was yeah. regarded as a secure channel for journalists yeah. or, you know, whistleblowing. Oh yeah. Yeah. A lot of the journalists who do deal in like whistleblowing and things like that have always treated Twitter and Twitter DMs as if they're not secure. Uh, right. I know that- um, They're not end-to-end -end uh, encrypted is what I wanted right. to say. So some social, uh, mm -hmm. Or you know, chat apps are, but very yeah. well, very little apps, in fact, are. And a, so a number. If, if if you host a website, any anything, a WordPress website, you can go and look into the database if it's not encrypted. Right. Well, it's more so that you, more. Yeah. I think I think from that angle, it's more that it wasn't going. Not that Twitter wouldn't ever look at it, or is that completely secure from internally? It was more about third party actors, and I think um, yeah, well, uh, really just the. You know, given the closeness of Elon Musk with uh, Vladimir Putin, like uh, a secure, like that kind of security, not just like, oh, are my DMs going to be like, you know, exposed somewhere, but really yeah. the, like, the 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 like, global security level. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the, the thing I was trying to get at is I remember even just a few years ago, uh, I know that there are journalists who work for like Vice and maybe Ronan Farrow had something at one point where effectively it was, hey, if you want to give me like, uh, you know, a scoop or anything like that, hit me up on Signal. And then they would give a number that was tied to signal because they were like, at least that is end to end encrypted. At exactly. least that's not sitting here in Twitter DMs where any employee can come along. And I, I work at a web hosting company and uh, a number of the employees there uh, could effectively access any server. I've worked at three. Yeah. Incidentally, I've worked at it's the same conversation of the core contributors and who has access to the fire hose of information on the back end of WordPress that we recently have been discussing within the WordPress community when regard with regard to the active growth um plug you know the plugin data that's coming in. So this this yeah. question like we all know this also that if you are administering the back end you can see stuff. Like this is not like there's yeah, not I a think lot. I think it's good to warn 
let's say, uh, yeah, non-technical people that this is indeed possible. I think that the extra risk of if, of a federated uh, social network or so, a service like Mastodon or the Fediverse, uh, in fact, is that I think there has been some issues in the beginning where certain apps uh, would not treat direct messages as private because mm -hmm. the concept was only newly introduced. Um, um, and, and I think, I don't know if it exists within the activity pub protocol as such, or if that, it could also be that Mastodon or a similar app was like the first to say, okay, we're also going to do DMs uh, and this is what they look like. And then some uh, other servers didn't know how to treat them and they ended up not being so private anymore. So well, that, that's I mean, the thing, that's the risk. If you we all had ICQ and AOL IM, I have literally no yeah. idea if they were secure or not. No, yeah. no, no, I it's good. It's good to know. I th the that. thing is, if you send stuff yeah. to another instance, to another server, their admin is not your admin. You, you might not trust them. They could like store stuff even after you, after you delete them on your server, they could still keep them around. Right. Theoretically. I mean, it could happen. And that's um, what so got it's good me to thinking, be aware of, of this of this sort yeah. of thing. That's what got me thinking about the the direct message thing that I was mentioning earlier is that I didn't even realize if by saying something as a direct message, if it was actually being posted publicly with just the shroud or kind of around it of saying like, you know, like this is a this is something? a yeah, like the, yeah. like it just it was tagged as such. I didn't realize if if it was or was not. So it's it was a you know, I, I didn't know. I didn't know what to expect because I haven't direct messaged anybody yet. Uh, yeah, the, the second it's, yeah. Jan and I started talking about stuff online, I was like, you know what? Let's just go to the thing that I know works. Here, let's do email. Yeah, no, it's it, <laughs> it, it, it's supposed to. It works as a direct so message, but it's good to be yeah. aware of the potential risks. Yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't necessarily worried about someone who ran one of our servers getting your email address. Like, I, yeah, I, I would care. have, <laughs> I would have gladly gave up my email address to the in, administrator yeah. as well. But so, it was more along the lines of like, I didn't want someone to just scrape it off of the, you know, the public feed and then start spamming us with, you know, crypto stuff or what have you. So that that was more the thing I was worried about security wise was that. So I wanted to I wanted to kind of bring bring us back a little bit on now that we're halfway through the show we might as well start the show, but this <laughs> idea this idea of having people that were on Twitter um, and we've had we've we even had a comment earlier before the show even started um, that we're essentially making fun a little bit of the fact that we were talking about how you know WordPress takes flight community in a post Twitter world. Look, William, you know, we worked really hard on that headline. Okay, I know we did. <laughs> I, I mean, know, come on. So. Flight with a bird, Twitter bird, you know, we, we, threw, we threw it all together. But the idea that people are leaving Twitter. Skills. Yeah, people are leaving Twitter. Not not only are yeah. they leaving it, but they're also being fired from it. And so, you know, it's like they're they're all moving away and going to other places. Now, is I mean, everyone moving? It doesn't. No. Here's the thing. <laughs> I, it doesn't really matter if they want to move at this point. <laughs> um, the I know, you know, he might turn it around. uh and this is so weird because I hate talking about this like one person, like Elon Musk may do, but it's actually just up to him. Like this is yeah. not like, oh, the servers could work out or maybe people will donate enough or any. No, it's literally what this guy does. So like that guy might pull it out through some, some, yeah, like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not convinced, but the most recent theories that I've been seeing are that he cannot, I've, and I've retweeted this, huh, uh, but because he cannot 
essentially he's it's he's hemorrhaging advertisers, users, all of the above. Um, his next best option is bankruptcy and like literally running the company into the ground in order to recoup some funds or at least not be responsible for, you know, their debts, whatever, like, I don't know what crazy financial instruments they can all get themselves into, but like, that's a real possibility. So it's not even whether or not we want to be part of Elon's world or, you know, if the security isn't there or if there's a, you know, if we all have to pay $8 a month, I mean, that's another question. Are we all going to pay even if it does stay? But it's really about, is it going to be there? Like the, you know, MySpace, remember, remember, remember MySpace? We were all there. Oh, yeah. Tapping, yeah. You know, doing our things. Um, and no I mean, one seems I had to a, remember, but uh, I had a yeah. front row seat to that. My brother was one of the uh, main uh, programmers for MySpace. He built the top eight. I don't know if I've ever said that. I haven't said it in a long time, but wow. I've always been very proud of him. Like, so he was responsible for social, uh, uproar throughout high schools and junior high schools everywhere. It could have been 10, but he picked eight. He picked eight, you know? Uh, he drew. He created the drag and drop, which actually revolutionized that layout. But um, shortly after, Rupert Murdoch and uh, Fox Corp or whatever they were purchased MySpace, he literally started gutting it. He took my brother and a bunch of what his team was and shuffled them off into this special team that I basically... Think they never launched any products from that. They had all this whole stuff. And I basically feel like they took them over there to be like, you guys just play. We're going to pay you a lot of money to play over here. And they took like they took all of the best minds of MySpace and put them over here. And then the platform itself, just like, you know, because Facebook had Facebook events and that's what they had been working on. And so everyone started to migrate to Facebook events because Facebook has always done events and groups well. <laughs> that's thing. So it collapsed. It collapsed because they got rid of all of the innovative engineers that were literally pioneering, you know, the the medium. And mm -hmm. then they didn't have a product that was as good or as easy to use or as functional as, you know, the other thing. And it, it literally collapsed. And it's still there if you go to it, whatever. But like, it's so real. And we all were part, all of us witnessed the dot-com bubble, right? I was part of it. I lost my my streaming job in like 2000. Same via text message. Oh. I lost mine. Okay, but... Streaming before streaming. <laughs> like, no one had like, you know, the thing. Anyway, my point here, I know I'm rambling, sorry. But my point is that it's not just about whether or not we want to stay. It's that will we be able to stay? If everyone has to pay $8 a month, is it the same thing at all? Is it even what we're doing? Like, so I think the question is more of like, we might stay, but what if we don't stay? What if it really is a post-Twitter world and we're not being dramatic, William? Es uh, <laughs> especially since, um, I mean, the, the MySpace death was a slow death of about, what, 12, 18, 24 months. People were just migrating away. They were leaving. And uh, Twitter, it seems like they're just speed running <laughs> their way through <laughs> uh, killing a company. Um, Wild. Yeah. I Have any of you uh, listened to any of the calls? No. Of the live streams that he's been doing on on Twitter Spaces, which, by the way, hilarious. Uh -uh. To like broad, it's like you're broadcasting your own demise. It's like this weird meta thing. Huh, it's meta. Um, 
But his, his, he's, he literally has been saying things like, yeah, I don't know. It could be like this. I think it's like, I like doing this. So like he, he, he is yeah. so detached from the re the salespeople on the call are like, well, maybe they're like trying to be so diplomatic. And they're like, they're like, well, maybe our, this might be what our advertisers care about. Maybe a little. And he's like, ah, whatever. It's, I it's think, wild. Yeah. He it comes down down to, to, well, it's good to, to, to. Uh, what, what we said before, right? Like take back ownership of your online identity. Like don't let it depend on a network that's run by what whoever, like, you know, uh, it, it can be someone else the next day and they take it all down. And I was, all, uh, I was also reminded because you brought up Facebook, I think on the Indie Web Wiki, they have like uh, <laughs> a page where they list uh, social platforms uh deaths and 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 then it says like myspace apparently uh i think they pivoted to like music after everyone had already left to facebook mm -hmm. um, right and then they mm -hmm. lost all the data from before 2000 something i don't know what year exactly but mm -hmm. I, I think if i remember correctly that i found out uh I found out yeah. there and I was like, yeah, you don't want that happening if uh, if your job depends on it or even for like any, 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 any reason, really. So, um, yeah. Oh, look at, oh, delicious. Remember delicious? Delicious. I don't think oh, absolutely. millennials out there are, are used to this. This is what I'm saying. Like, we're used to the change. Like, this feels just like, you know, the loss of, you know. Yeah. All this whatever, stuff. It whatever. used to once. Yeah. I post all my bookmarks on my website now. Yeah, and then I and I syndicate them to my stuff. I mean, I think yeah. this is also why people care so much when the benevolent dictator of WordPress is acting in a. Uh, I'm trying to be diplomatic here. Um, uh, is concerned? People are concerned about ownership of the software and direction of the platform. It's, it's the same. So the, the Mastodon creator gets the same kind of criticism and some of it may be, I mean, I, it's for a reason, I suppose. Uh, the good thing is that anyone can control their own server and fork the software and whatever, which you cannot do with uh, Twitter, for instance. Uh, right. I was going to say. You can do that with WordPress. You can do that with Mastodon. There is Exactly. There. And that makes them a whole lot better already, even if they have their own flaws or you don't necessarily agree with the leadership. Right. When it comes to uh, if my social site uh, that I'm using is going to live or die, I'd rather be the one to blame for my uh, website going offline because I didn't pay the Dom Reg. Like if, if I if if my social media, if my uh, internet presence is going to be destroyed by somebody, I would much rather it be myself than some Absolutely. guy who's worth uh, millions or billions <laughs> or whatever of dollars. Like, I, I I like you know tinkering my kids. site live, and, and yeah. it happens often enough that I break something. Uh, I don't care because it's my little online playground. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And this is why the WordPress and open source matters and matters more than ever, honestly, because Absolutely. we can take it, we can have local, it isn't dependent on capitalism, uh, the whims of billionaires, like whatever you want to call that. Like it, you know, if Twitter can just be bought and sold, like it's a car, then, you know, it's exactly why open source matters. And to that point, um, speaking of Matt Mullenweg, he has been talking a lot about Tumblr on his site and there, 
I'm really fascinated by the fact that everyone's going to Mastodon instead of Tumblr, which seems like just like an easy like one over instead of Mastodon, which is like everyone's super confused about, at least in the beginning. Um, so I'm not really, I, I think it has a lot to do with Tumblr's marketing um, and their just whole approach. But nonetheless, Matt and Tumblr have been, you know, experiencing, uh, well, yeah, Tumblr's been experiencing an increase in registrations and Matt's been talking about it. And he reiterated his desire to make Tumblr open source at some point. Which, and a, and, you know, and activity pop compatible right? uh, lately, or what? at least that idea has been, uh, let's say, floated, yeah. uh, launched, or, or been floating around. I th only maybe yesterday or so. I don't know. Yeah, I know well, they no, also wanted to. Which idea? It, Sorry, I missed what you uh, said. To which implement idea? to to make it activity pub uh, compatible. So they yeah, make make Tumblr part of the Fediverse, right? Right. And I, I, even before they wanted to add. I don't know if it's done yet, but uh, micro formats. So like they wanted to mark up their site. So put something in the code that would make it uh, also part of the indie web, I guess. Uh, and now it is. So it's, well, it's know, got they're, they're sort of overlapping uh, right. concepts, right? But it's it's all sort of the same thing. Like you want to, I don't know. I, I also see RSS feeds mentioned a whole lot eh, because, right? Uh, right? It's it, you want to get your content RSS out there and you want to control how. And the problem with RSS, sorry, the problem <laughs> with RSS feeds and a lot of the web publishing component is that it lacks the exchange, and that yeah. is the social component of social media. So an RSS feed, you can get your stuff out and you can get your stuff in, but you know there's there no are there are readers that are working on it. In fact, it's it's really cool. There's about. Yeah, I don't know, maybe 20 people using them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's super cool. You're, you're like really edge case over here. You're like, so there's this. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff and I hope it, it gets some traction. And yeah. um, I mean, beside Mastodon and the, and the Fediverse and I or, or even, you know, why if it's all interoperable, then that would be even better. So. Well, I think I think that's really the key, right? If it is interoper interoperable, then it makes something like Tumblr you know, Tumblr has that engagement sort of that you can have that back and forth and that conversation. And Mastodon also has that. So like connecting all of those things. You can, and yeah. And there's an activity pop plugin for, for WordPress. So you, yeah, you can I connect those. I don't, and, I don't know what all yeah, of yeah, well, it does. Trying to bring it back to WordPress, but maybe it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, um, so yeah, it's, it's, I, I was going I hope, somewhere uh, with what I was saying. I can bring it back sorry, to WordPress. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> The, the, the exchange, right, that social part is what has made um, Twitter, the WordPress community within Twitter so valuable. It was on Facebook. The, word, oh, yeah. the WordPress community was on Facebook, huge in groups, advanced WordPress. That was a huge part of the, the teens, the teen years of WordPress, right? Facebook groups, all of you were in it, in them. Cosper, sure. I don't know about you, Jan, um, but that was a big part of getting to know people and people are hanging out in there and commenting and that type of thing. And then that really moved to Twitter. A lot of that conversation moved to Twitter and kept that idea that because it was like an ongoing conversation and sort of like how at WordCamps, if you're having a conversation with someone, you know, you leave the space open for someone to walk up and join the conversation. And Twitter had that openness, which was also captured in the uh, advanced WordPress um, 
group and various all the Facebook groups because anyone could comment and anyone could ask a question and it felt very open, which mirrored that WordCamp experience. And I anyone think could ask a question so long as they had a Twitter or a Facebook account. That's the. Right. I meant in those communities, anyone could ask. Sure. A question. Yeah. Sure. I mean, right. Obviously, you need that were, account. Yeah. Yeah. But in theory, you know, anyone could have a Twitter account and, and do they speak English, et cetera, et cetera. Right. We, I mean, there's a lot of that. But I'm talking about within those communities, they built and grew and strengthened because the dialogue was there. It was like being in a room. Right. It was very much that, you know, like a chat room kind of deal where you, you had dialogue, you got to know people. And Twitter is especially social because for example, I don't just post WordPress stuff, right? I post about my toddler or I post about oh, you yeah. know, how much coffee I drink, which is a lot. Um, you know, so you get to know people personally. Like Tucker posts about his uh, his daughter's water polo games and his woodworking. And, you know, uh, you Casper uh, <laughs> posts about his hat. I was going to read your name. And then I was like, whoever this guy is. <laughs> Little activity pub over here posts about his hat. And, you know, like we get to know people beyond just like, you know, what themes they're working on or what what WordPress, you know, plugin they need right now. And that is that is has been a huge strength, I believe, for the WordPress community that we have become friends. And and that's part of what Twitter is. It's why people are mourning the loss of Twitter. We're losing a place where we've been meeting people and hanging out with our friends and getting to know people better and seeing their kids. Same thing with Facebook, but we didn't mind Facebook as much as that loss because we had Twitter, right? And now we are like losing Twitter. And I think the complicated part becomes because of the federated nation, federation, federated like way that it is, it feels very disparate, right? It feels very much siloed. You have to go find the people to follow. So it's not just like, hey, I'm saying something. And then, you know, some WordPresser from Kansas might see it and, you know, do that so we are we are in a can be a good thing it sort of depends <laughs> everything depends but i'm that's what i'm talking about the loss of specifically and how or where that can be um moved to next or where that will end up next i think mastodon provides that um because you can you know you can have the intake and the outtake and exchange but it's also an interesting follow thing, so it, it can it's it's going to be interesting. An interesting thing, and I, I know we're we're pushing up. We we just oh, hit yeah. the thirty minute mark, but uh, an interesting thing that is coming in uh, Mastodon four is the ability to follow hashtags, and this mm. is something uh, you know, some clients allow you to kind of mark like a hashtag that you can watch and go back to. And it, yeah, it I was I was doing that, but. Yeah. Right. Uh, so uh, I um, updated uh, the Mastodon server that I'm running that uh, that Tucker and I are on. Say has an open invite to join whenever she wants to. I mean, uh, that rodeo is hilarious every time I see it, by the way. I, I, I also just moved to to version four. I love the edit uh, function. The edit function is great and the the ability to follow hashtags. And it's cool because when you follow a hashtag, it just puts it in your feed. So I followed hashtag WordPress and uh, I'll see something pop up and yeah. it'll be wow. like, uh, it, it will say, uh, I'm used to like, oh, boosted by this person. I'm like, I don't follow this person. And I go, oh, they have hashtag WordPress in there. And it's just in my feed and I can follow it and I can see mm -hmm. uh, what, 
uh, people out there are saying and uh, pick That's up right. on conversations that I've, you know, would have otherwise missed. Like, I'm not going to sit there in Twitter. I mean, I'm sure I could open up like TweetDeck or something like that and exactly. uh, have that hashtag followed. But this just makes it like all part of the experience. And it's so nice. I mean, I think this is why that specifically and the hashtag thing is a big deal, uh, especially since I think some of the WordPress retweet bots got uh, shut down also. Mm -hmm. But um, I think that, yeah, I agree. Uh, Mastodon does allow you to have that. So I think after the initial hump maybe of, of getting over there, that, that my expectation is that that's where it's going to be because it has so much techness, but also because it has the social aspect. And so I think, you know, I don't think it has rooms or groups, any other, it has servers. So, you know, we'll see what happens in all the next iterations, but I think it's, it's probably where the conversation's moving. That'd be my guess. And with that, we end our show. I want to say that we're probably going to have to have Jan back on again so we can actually talk about plugins and solutions and some stuff. Oh, yeah. Whatever the stuff that I was the, that the I, other did, that I'm actually we, enthusiastic about. <laughs> but if we didn't, if we didn't scare you already, uh, Jan, we'd love to have you come uh, sure. back and yeah, come hang out with definitely. us and, and talk about this stuff. You know, we we have we barely even talked about some of the indie web stuff that has been here for years. But also between that, that would and be Mastodon, a nice topic. Yeah, we, we would love to kind of make all these things um, um, work together here and start discussing it. So thank you very much. Here's our outro. Welcome. Go over to wpwatercore.com slash subscribe to subscribe to this content. You can also listen to us as a podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all the places. And if you want to watch us, we're over on YouTube, Facebook. I'm going to have this on uh, the Fediverse at some point here as well. So talk to y'all later. See ya.